What's up, former party people? This is Jerry, you know, the one who actually combs his hair on the A is for Alcoholic podcast. Now, if you're finding value in listening to the AIFA podcast every week and you want to support sharing it with others, we invite you to become a sustaining monthly or per show contributor. Go to patreon.com backslash AIFA. It's super easy and it only takes a quick moment. It's about as easy as buying one of those pre-cooked space chickens from the grocery store, taking it outside, giving it a big old kiss, and kicking it into traffic. (laughs) Why would you do that? Anyway, you do you, and I'll do me. Again, go to patreon.com backslash AIFA. And with that, people, let's start the show. A is for Alcoholic is a program about recovery. My name is John, and I'm an alcoholic. And my name is Jerry, and I'm an alcoholic. Join us as we go through the alphabet of alcoholism one letter at a time. I was all messed up from that harvest lunch. I'm telling you. so the cube turkey, so that everybody gets kind of the same mix of white and dark. You don't. It's an ice cream scooper, right? So you get ice cream scooper of mashed potatoes, an ice cream scooper of just nondescript turkey meat cut up in cubes with gravy. Mm-hmm. Ice cream scooper of peas. If you don't want turkey, you get veggie lasagna mm. salad, that, fruit. That's... I got to sit at in the in the cafeteria and eat at a long bench. Mm-hmm. Yeah, memories. You like the. Uh... You like the harvest lunch, the school? Yeah, I love harvest lunch. As I was, we were talking about earlier before we started recording. Mm-hmm. I go every year. I'll go every if they do it in high school. I'm rolling up in there in that high school. <laughs> that I'm point, s- I probably grow my hair out all long. I'll just have two long braids. I won't off your chin or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just off my chin, like like stained that band stained or oh, disturbed man. or something. Just um, be olives, embarrassing dad. So you're like, oh, come on, dad. Why do you? Have, why do you have? <laughs> All the dads have tattoos and none of the kids do now. Is that like right, gonna exactly, be the new, yeah, pretty be the much, new trend? Yeah. yeah. A is for alcoholics. Harvest that's lunch. what we're that's what we're here doing. Um if you didn't yeah. if you didn't figure it out. <laughs> um I would like to say a couple of things. Uh you know about the other podcasts. You've listened to Gluten is not your problem. You've listened to Rashida and John. Um you know, you know about you know about the Green Camel Press and the Christmas cards that we are we are selling right now. Um, I did want to say uh, about our our patrons on Patreon that I really appreciate you know you supporting us. Um, and I wanted to just kind of talk a little bit about like what what that money goes toward. And um, you know, obviously, we pay for the subscription fees for the platforms to promote the um, to put the podcast on, but like. So I recently updated my laptop, and you—I don't know if you've updated yours yet. Um, no. No. Okay. So we—I don't have a laptop. No, or not that your desktop, your computer. Oh. But you didn't oh, update no, it. Oh no, not yet. But, I haven't yet. No. So so yeah. So I had to um, I, and I always try to you know I never like to be one of these people who's like, nah, dude, don't get the updates, man. Just stay with the thing. And like I've done that before, and then I end up just having like this old fucked up, like operating system that doesn't work properly and so i've just been like update 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 every time it comes and then audacity which was the free recording software didn't work because there's something about 64-bit versus 32-bit and it didn't work Mm -hmm. on the new operating system on the mac 
And you know, whatever you think about Apple or versus PC, I don't know. But so the point is, I had to go and find another um, comparable um, uh, audio software. And so that's right. where that's, that money goes to. And so I was using this thing called Hindenburg, which is pretty intuitive and stuff like that. And, you know, so anyhow, I just wanted to say thank you to the people who support us on the Patreon. And yeah. we appreciate it. And I thought you were saying the money went to that new lip ring and that bow tie. <laughs> the lip ring and Got the like bow tie. Got like a gold tie. bow tie and a fucking badass <laughs> lip ring. Uh, my new LeBray piercing. Right. Thank you. Uh, What's it called? A Patreon. LeBray? A labray, it's that yeah. one on the lip. It's just a, yours is like a little dice. Mm. It's just a little tiny die. <laughs> a little die. Little yeah, red snake die. eyes. You know, like it's oh. 1998. Mm-hmm. And I'm fucking crushing it. Snake eyes. I had a, I had that um, I had an eyebrow ring for a second. Did you really? Like I did not know that. 1996. I was I was working at Blockbuster Video in Bam. in Ventura, California, and we right. we drove up to Santa Barbara. And there was mm-hmm. this dude that looked like Art Alexicus from uh, from Everclear who was working. Yeah. And I said, I wanted to get an eyebrow ring because I think at the time I saw Mike Patton from Faith No More had one in some magazine spread. And I was like, that would look cool right. on me. So mm-hmm. I got it. And this guy, all I remember is the guy was piercing my eyebrow. We were talking about that movie, The Prophecy, with uh, Christopher Walken. This is very yeah. of the time, 1996. I could tell you this it couldn't be a more fucking 90s story. <laughs> So I'm in Santa Barbara getting my eyebrow pierced, talking about it. He's like, uh, he kept talking about how the writing was piss poor. That's what he kept saying in the in the movie The Prophecy. And then he's just jamming your eyebrow. Yeah. And the music's like, if you want to call me, baby, just <laughs> go, go ahead. Now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, and the cardigans after uh-huh, that, love song. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I remember coming into Blockbuster oh, with the eyebrow ring. And they were like, you can't have that in. That's not it. That's no not, shit. Yeah. So I, that's not blockbuster standards. No. Huh? So I had. I think for the first, I tried to wear a bandaid over it. Right. But I finally took it out, and I'm probably. I got, I'm glad I did. Yeah, you couldn't find like the cool video store to work at where they no, were like, I "Yeah, wish. eyebrow rings are dope, dudes. Mm-hmm. Check out our Texas Chainsaw Massacre wall." Right. Yeah, Criterion VHS mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Toby Hooper. You know the thing about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is the whole thing takes place during the day. It's like one of the only horror movies that the whole thing, there's no night scenes in it. Really? Yeah, watch it. In again. the remake, there's night oh. scenes, but the remake is hot garbage. Yeah. They also made that in like 2001 or something. Yeah. Did not care for it. Um, But yeah. You and your eyebrow ring. Dude. Just, just go fucking, ahead now. I had a nose piercing. Did you? I had my not- nose pierced and I had to put a little hoop in it and then I got into a fight with this ex-girlfriend when I was like 18 and she yanked it out. She just reached Ooh. up, plucked it out of my nose and said, that's my earring. And I was like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> like bleeding out of my nose. We were super fucking dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So usually um, we have a, a fairly well thought out topic or we've discussed it a little bit beforehand or have something yeah. to talk. And I just thought that like since with Thanksgiving coming up, we would just say T is for thankful and just talk about some of the things that we're thankful for. You know, I think like it's something cool that you get to go and do the harvest lunch with your daughter and go Hell to the yeah, school. Hell yeah, dude. And, like that's awesome, you know, because... Uh, I would have done harvest lunch during active alcoholism. Mm-hmm. But I probably would have had to shit at the school. <laughs> Honestly, I probably would have had to go take a dump uh-huh. at the school because my guts were so fucked up from the whiskey that I would have been like, 
and anxiety from being out in public and hungover. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, you know what, baby, this is great. I gotta go take a smoke break and then go outside and smoke. <laughs> hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You think you would have still been smoking cigarettes instead of vaping? Yeah. Or, yeah. 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 Because I tried to vape when I was still drinking. And it didn't work because it wasn't a cigarette. Right. Yeah, you weren't interested. Now I just, uh, baby, I gotta step out and have a quick vape. <laughs> you can't just, vape in the school. <laughs> just vaping around all the kids playing on the playground. Hey, high five! This is mango. This is mango, mango kiwi. You want puff, little, little man? <laughs> Jesus, yeah. Nah, that's no. gross, man. No, but I, I am absolutely thankful for that. But my attitude around it has changed. Subtle yeah. things, subtle and big. It's big yeah. and little. What are you guys doing yeah. for Thanksgiving? I probably just kicking it here at the house. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, we get a, you know, we got some stuff, and I'll probably end up cooking, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna make Megan help me though. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna yeah, do turkey. Like, or like I hate a doing this. Yeah, probably a turkey. Yeah, probably, probably just your traditional Thanksgiving shit. Honestly, I'm not very creative when it comes to Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should. Maybe I should start doing research now. I got a week. What do you want to hmm. do? I don't know. Maybe something a little different. Maybe I'll make the turkey, but I'll approach the potatoes a different way i love stuffing as much as we get on this whole like uh fitness and mm-hmm. watching our weight and our health and shit this time of year is always really hard for me because i love stuffing and stuffing is like really prevalent this is like stuffing season it is and i fucking love stuffing when i was drinking even before i started watching my calories i would just make stuffing just for lunch like i would just make eat a sandwich and have stuffing or like put stuffing in the sandwich mm that's a mess, dude. I was a mess. Yeah. I think I remember like Thanksgivings, like when we were drinking, and there were a couple of them where we'd all get together, and like Coda would cook the bird, and he would yeah. ha- he would have this, you know, he was the one who had like he had wine knowledge even back then, where he would be like, you know, mm-hmm. we need to get a nice Gravitz demeanor or a nice dry yeah. Riesling to go with this turkey, and and he, I remember a few of those where it was really at the beginning at least it was still kind of cool because for whatever reason we all kind of had the day off and you could hang out, and, yeah. It was. It was still. There were some nice Thanksgiving memories in there of going. There to were. He'd be like and... brining a turkey with a Marlboro light sticking out of his mouth, <laughs> yes. and like ash would fall into the brine water, and he'd be like, "No, no, it's good. It gives a flavor." Like I remember that clearly with him with the cooler open, yep. flipping the turkey over, and this ash, I guess, uh-huh. you know, like a smoking inch long ash the just house. Bu- yeah. smoking in the house. Yeah, it was even in your apartment, I think. And you're like, we shouldn't be smoking in here, and then we'd all fucking smoke nah, in there that's anyway. That's good. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the light of tomorrow will clean it. Mm-hmm. And but yeah. so I mean, and again, I think that those there were some really positive things and some things that I really and like. We got together, and there was camaraderie, and there was yes. Um, for lack of a better word, there was fellowship, there was friendship, there was all that stuff. But it always inevitably ended up like we'd all eat. Nobody would want to do the fucking dishes. So we'd leave the nope. dishes and go to a yeah. bar right? and drink until... And they just end up doing like Coke on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> you know, like what the fuck? <sighs> yeah, that whole reality to me now is I wouldn't say I'm disconnected from it. But I would say it's removed. Do you know what I mean? Like I can look back mm-hmm. on it and be like, I was there and I understand the mindset of being there very clearly, but I just have no desire right now to be there. Yeah. And I'm also like, I see the, just the whole, how ridiculous all that mm-hmm. was, like parts of it. Yeah. There were positive parts and we've, we've stressed that on this podcast before that <coughs> I don't want to, well, like they say in the literature and the, what do they say? We don't look back on the past or try to 
it, I don't remember what the exact quote is, but it's just about like not taking a big shit all over yourself for who you were, mm -hmm. you know, or or we will not regret the past, you know, because it had to happen. It happened, and not only have parts of it were positive. That's what reinforced yeah. all the negative shit. Right. That's yeah, that's know? what you remember. Yeah. And right. <clears throat> I think too, like. I always felt like what we were involved in or what we were doing was, you know, it was cool because we were unconventional, right? We didn't, yes. we didn't yeah, celebrate Thanksgiving because the way that everybody else celebrated Thanksgiving, we were doing our own thing. And right. And I think part of that was true, but it was also at the expense of, you know, any number of things, you know, physical or mental or, you know, just all that stuff. But, and now I can, we can have a, Un, I can have an unconventional Thanksgiving and totally still be happy and right. You know, like it's what it's you and Rashida. You guys are gonna have a beat. Probably we'll do some a beat and some California vegan Thanksgiving. Probably yeah. Right, a beat and some sweet potatoes and mm -hmm. like some type of leafy green. Dude, she makes the best sweet potatoes with the fucking vegan butter and uh, yeah, red kale and it's good. Yeah, I know I'm making fun of you, but it sounds good though. She, I'm you, like fucking with you, you but guys, I also like. Let us like next time we all get together, let us make a fucking vegan meal, and you'll be like, "Damn, I didn't know you." Yeah, could do I have this. nothing against. No, veganism. I know, but I love it actually. I just don't want to do it. She, but <laughs> she I makes this it. awesome pasta where she, you know, get the fresh tomatoes and does all mm -hmm. this stuff, and sometimes she'll get the, um, she'll do like the Beyond beef. So it's the yeah, that's the vegan good. beef. It's got a lot of salt, oh, but it's good. It's, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. You don't. I don't. I don't need a whole pound of it, but you know that you would should. be like. I should just sit down. Yeah, and why cook not? It up. Shits and giggles. We're not drinking no more. Let's just eat a pound of that shit. Uh, right. Um, so I think that that's probably what we'll do. I don't. Oh, you know what mm. I will do, and I wanted. This is another thing that's really cool. Um, that I would not be doing if I was drinking is, I am going to be interviewed on the local radio station in Sonoma. It's um, KSVY ninety one point uh -huh. three, uh, or yeah, KSVY ninety one point three. This woman who uh, works for the Valley of the Moon magazine here, and yeah. I believe it's a quarterly magazine that talks about all the stuff that's happening in wine country and movers and shakers and so on and so forth. And it's got you know it, it's it's a cool magazine. Um, she does a show called It's All About You. And she she asked me to, to be on this. And basically, it's about how music has shaped your life. And, you know, how. Yeah. and I was like, really? And it just kind of surprised me that she, I sent her some cartoons that we, I was like, you should put these in your magazine. And then she had us, my partner, Nabil, and I work on um like some political cartoons which is what he does he doesn't do that shit at all and so we uh -huh. we did our best with what we were trying to figure out what what they wanted um we mm -hmm. sent them the cartoons they didn't like them or they didn't like two out of the three <laughs> uh -huh. i mean oh, i told her i was straight up with her i talked to her on the phone i said he doesn't do this and i've seen when he is when he draws something he's not into then it doesn't come out that great so, right. uh, you know, as an artist, there's things either you love to draw versus the thing that, you know, not that you wouldn't do your best, but, you know, given. It just doesn't have the same. Yeah, I know feel. what you're saying. Finesse, the flair. Right. It doesn't have that. Um, but then she asked me to do this be... thing. So she's like, mm -hmm. send me a brief intro and um, I an eight song Spotify playlist of songs. And I was like, only eight? Like, damn. Okay. I mean, I guess, but eight, I only only eight. eight. Like, what what do I put on there? I, I'm 
The Doors, The Cure, and fucking something by Mike Patton and uh, Miles Davis and I don't know. I don't even know. I don't know. Like well, Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> so we're gonna. I'm gonna be on Thanksgiving morning at 10 a.m. KSVY 91.3. Um, All right. I'm, I'll send, send you. Y'all listen. I'll send you the app so that you can just hit it and then. Um, I'd love that. Send me the app so I can listen to it Thanksgiving Day while I'm rocking, mm-hmm. fucking making it, brining a turkey with a cigarette, <laughs> with the vape. <laughs> Drop vaping. a little jewel, like a little vape Drop juice a little into mint the juice thing. in there. All of this nicotine's good for you. <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, so I'm really fucking thankful to be doing that. That's like cool, getting up man. in the morning and just. Well, we don't talk about it a lot, like music and the way it's played into our lives and how important it is to mm-hmm. us. You know, like a lot of our friendship was based around a shared love for music. Just music, not just one band. I mean, it was the one band that made us relate, but just music in general. Well, you know, I'm how, huge. How much it's meant to me. Yeah. Um, like we never really talk about, well, because this is a recovery podcast. It can't be like, yo, did you hear that new fucking blah, blah, blah. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll give you. I guess I could. You could. You could talk about whatever you want. Um, But right. I don't know what people want to listen to. We're going to talk <laughs> about the impeachment hearings. Right. Um, no, no. Uh, well, I think about stuff like we turned each other on to different music, you know, like there's, yeah, we did, yeah. I wasn't really big into, you know, listening to hip hop and rap and stuff like that. And Jerry brought all this stuff to the table. I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. This is not what I was, this is not what I was into at all. And then I would say, hey, have you ever heard this band? Did I turn you on to pavement? Or did you already? Yeah, know you them? turned me on yeah. to pavement. You turned so me like, on to peeping tom. You turned me on to faith no more. Right, and like I would have never really listened to faith no more, or, or actually listened to it, listened to it, right, you know? and been like, wow, this is a really well constructed song. Like the lyrics of this song are fucked up, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I just thought it was silly rap metal, and I didn't want to fuck with it. Yeah, or the 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 year was the year was 1998 and swing Ooh. was in full swing in the, oh geez dude so... i spent the other night going down a swing hole dude did you yeah on youtube yeah mm-hmm. yeah i'm thankful for the swing hole the you swing know what i'm hole. saying well jerry yeah. had turned me on to the swing and also like getting dressed up in suits and chain wallets and two-tone shoes <laughs> and... dope ass chain wallets oh, big dope ass chain wallets i finally finally I gave my old wallet that had that I didn't I didn't I lost the chain years ago, but um, I gave uh-huh. my old wallet to I gave it to Walter because um, he his was kind of falling apart. Had the chain hole in had it, the little the rivet can... or whatever. Mm-hmm. Wait, why didn't Walter just buy a new wallet? Well, he's like, I need a new wallet, and I was like, man, you got to get this. And my girlfriend gave me this little one that has like a little magnetic billfold, and it's super slim and it's easy. Is it like the Ridge or whatever? I don't know. It's not like it's not high tech, but it's like uh, mm-hmm. just a little thing for a couple of cards. And for the longest time, I was like, I don't know, man. I really need to have this big leather wallet in my back pocket. Like I'm just, yeah, I'm not. I can't. I'm not complete without it back is all fucked up from sitting on it all those years <laughs> that might be the what this nerve damage is coming i don't to, wear but i don't wear a wallet in my pocket at all anymore and i have a big fat one i gotta get rid of yeah well, i don't even sit yeah this I just little one just bag. fits in my front pocket but so i gave it man. to him and walter's like no man i can't get rid of it and i was like i know how you feel dude i was there you can you just gotta let it go you have to release it like yeah but walter's wallet's made out of like duct tape or something <laughs> it's always like a weird walter thing uh-huh. where he's like it's made out of paper mm-hmm it's yeah. like a Transformers hamburger wallet or something. <laughs> Transformers hamburger. Um, so, I mean, I just think it's really cool that I get to, you know, that somebody wants to talk to me on the radio, right? 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, we do this. We do this every week, and this is great. And it was just kind of, you know, nice that someone's like, hey, you seem interesting. Why don't I get you on the radio? Do you? I don't know why or how she knows that I like music, that I love music, you know? But, um, yeah. So. Just tell by the way you dress, man. It's how you carry yourself. Mm-hmm. So... I'll be but think on. about that. I mean, that opportunity may have come to you while you were drinking, and you probably would have. If it wasn't so early, you would have done right? it. If 10 it was too early, you probably wouldn't have done it. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just, I guess, the comparative. I thankfulness as a subject is. I, I'm like picking my brain with it because I am grateful for a lot of things and I'm thankful for a lot of things. But then I pick my brain into is it in the comparative nature? Am I thankful for things like this is now and that is then? Is it just, am I thankful because of the things that have come into my life because I'm clear-headed and not stuck within my addiction anymore? Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, Because I'm thankful for a lot of things and a lot of the things I think I would have known that I was supposed to be thankful for them while I was drinking. Mm-hmm. But I may have not been because I would have been too <coughs> fucking stuck in my own head about what I should be upset about. Like instead of thinking about what I have, I always thought about what I didn't have. And there's this real conscious effort I've been making lately to not think about what I don't have and more focus on what I have. Mm -hmm. Because it's hard not to. It's really hard to not think about what you need, despite you know, in versus what you already have. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a really hard trick. We, I think, and I, I imagine you would you would agree with me that I am still very much in the early, early, early phases of recovery, not just in the amount of time, but also mm. I know that there is more effort and energy that I can put into it to, to feel yes. better, right? So, yeah, so yeah. I know that there are things that I'm not doing. I know that there are not, you know, steps I'm not taking to, to bolster my recovery. And, you know, I think that little by little, ultimately it will get there. So we are always going to be comparing Maybe not always, but I think currently I know that I am always comparing what I didn't, what came before and what's happening now, what I'm thankful for now versus what I didn't have when I was I think drinking. it's important, right? It's a healthy thing to be yes. comparative in that way because if you say, well, it's nothing but worse now and there's no improvement in my life and it's all shit and it's it's mm-hmm. not worth it, then why, why even be – in recovery. Do you right. know what I mean? If you get no benefit out of it, you don't feel physically, emotionally, financially. I mean, let's even throw finances out there. Just physically and emotionally better. Your relationships aren't starting to, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It change or metamorphosize and what's it worth, you know? Well, and so I, I guess it is really important to do that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. To And and you, you have to compare to get to the yeah. next thing. So like say we stay right. say we're still doing this in 5 years, right? So that'll be like right. another 5 years for you um being sober. And then will you still be going oh th- how things were 10 years ago, but I I kind of just even look back to the last year about how things have changed right. for me and how things right. have changed there, for you. Right, cuz even in recovery there has been big changes in my life mm-hmm. in the last year, even just mentally, you know. So and I know that in the beginning, in the very, very early stages, I would get to this point where, what am I just going to live my life going, well, you know, because I was using it as excuses, right? I was using right. it as like, yeah. well, I'm just thankful to not be drinking, man. So uh, why don't you pass me another donut and a fucking cigarette? Right, right. <laughs> and I, and I, it's so funny when you hear that, right? Like, oh, what, what, you just addicted to coffee and cigarettes or coffee and donuts now or whatever? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. 
So, and I don't want to judge anyone who is, who is, and I really don't like, if that is something that you need to keep you from picking up a drink, then please. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Have another menthol and a cream. jelly donut. Yeah. yeah, or whatever. Oh, get them camel menthols. They got a bead in them. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. like, yeah, it's like smoking Antarctica, the dude. Crush. It's awesome. I smoked them for years. I, yeah. I picked them up from you. So, but I, I, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would get, I still get a little resentful. I don't get it as much though as I used to though. Like, oh, well, you're just trading one addiction for another. Like, mm-hmm. well, even if I am trading one set of obsessive behavior for another set of obsessive behavior, this, this new behavior I'm, I'm obsessing over is not detrimental to my well being. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, Oh, you just traded drinking for jogging. Well, fuck yeah, jog. It's good for your heart. It's good for your body. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so I don't think any of us could be free of obsession in that sense, right? Like, I was talking to someone the other day about this, about addiction and obsession, and how like he was noticing that even within his life, he's like, so when I traded out alcohol or drugs, I ended up putting another thing into its place, you know, and. So I, I, I kind of, he's like, that's when I fully became aware that I had issues with, mm-hmm. with that, you know, I was like, yeah, but it's a positive thing though, because you're not hurting yourself. You're not hurting anybody else. You're not going out of your way to be like, I need to fucking, you know what I mean? I'm going to walk over everybody to get to whatever it is you're doing, whatever positive thing, right. you know what I mean? Like you're doing like, right. I don't know. Well, one that's how you that's how you change habits is that that's how a habit right. that's how a habit works right it's the the craving uh or the it's like the craving the cue and the reward and so you're like yeah. oh i need this thing and then oh well i'm gonna this is this is when it when i get it and then the reward is you know giving into it so like you it. have to yeah. replace mm-hmm. that but also what if instead of saying like language is important right so right what if instead of being obsessed, I'm just being focused on something? I'm just being focused on on I'm focused on running right now because it makes me feel good, right? Instead of being right. focused on drinking. And also, you know, we talk a lot about and again, I think overthinking is a huge issue for me as an alcoholic. Yeah. Um right. and I don't need to I think cuz I think there was somebody told me that you know, the a usual an, a non-alcoholic person has like 50,000 thoughts a day and an alcoholic mm-hmm. person has like 65,000 thoughts a day. So that's a lot of fucking thoughts. Um, but wow, I, I wonder about that. I want to look that up. Uh, that's, yes, because it's a great excuse. Right. <laughs> for me with my wife where I'm just like, yeah, of course I'm neurotic. I got too I got alcoholic brain. Got Swiss cheese brains full of holes. Um, yeah. And but what if what if instead of me? instead of me being overthinking what if i'm being analytical right so right. i'm not again i'm not saying i'm trying to use these things as an excuse for my behavior especially if they're behaviors that i want to change and they're behaviors that i am not comfortable with happy with or that exhaust me right right so the ultimate goal is to relax and not to relax to be content to be happy some of the time and so right I just try to um, I try to be aware of my behaviors and the ones that make me feel bad and the ones that make me feel right. good and right. to hopefully find some some balance in there and you know we I, I hear the word balance a lot like man you gotta you gotta balance your life out and so what does that mean there's so many things I went and got a hearing test today and my the hearing's bad <laughs> in my right ear and my leg really? hurts and like 
you know, I need to make more money, but I can't pick up any more shifts at the job I have now. And so there's mm-hmm. like all these balancing things and like I want to go and do these things and, you know, I want to spend time with my girlfriend who lives, you know, in the next town over. And so how do we and then I have other things, you know, like with you, I well, I'm thankful that, you know, you were able to reschedule this call um, yeah, with me, but yeah. like wanting to do this and you know i still need to talk yeah. to you about next week because i'm supposed to pick up this shift and so like what does balance really mean i think for me again breaking it down into tiny little chunks where i can say well why am i going to be overwhelmed with like what the next week or month or year yeah i can't yeah what the fuck am i gonna well, you're, do you're making it manageable right mm-hmm. so that's the big thing right my life is unmanageable so mm-hmm. i need to find a way well, my life is unmanageable through drinking. That's why I always love that language. You're making it manageable now. You can't just mash the whole fucking steak in your face. You gotta cut it into little pieces, mm-hmm. you know, and like savor each piece or, right. you know. Yeah, you can't just roll the whole pizza. I mean, you can Ooh. roll the whole pizza up and eat it like that. Yeah, I mean, you can fuck mm-hmm. it up, but you know, like, that's unbecoming. And if you're chewing on a piece of steak and it's kind of <laughs> gristly, like, spit it out. Don't... Spit it out. Let the dog eat it. Fuck that dog. (laughs) You know, if it's if it's if parts of it are too fatty, maybe you need to take a little bit of the fat with a little bit of the lean and cut it into smaller pieces. Exactly. Put a little ketchup on it. Nobody's Mm, looking. Yeah, nobody's looking. Secret. Nobody's looking. Don't put ketchup on your steak. Enjoy it the way that you want it. Right. Except I'm gonna judge you if you put ketchup on a steak. Mm -hmm. Unless you're eight, then go ahead. Yeah. This is what I notice you're doing too, and I like it. And I, I. it's not just you does it. I do it too. But you replace the language for things too. And I wonder if there's a correlation between replacing language and the meaning of something. So like you say, instead of uh, overthinking, what did you call it? Uh, um, analytical. Analytical, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or instead of obsession, you call it something else, you know. Focused. Instead of an obligate, focused or an obligation, you know, you don't call it an obligation. You just say, you know, whatever it is. I get to instead of I have to. Right, I remember learning that lesson from my sponsor a while ago. And it, I like sticks sometimes, but sometimes it doesn't, I forget. Um, but I think, like, I wonder if there's that correlation between replacing the language and the way you perceive it internally, like emotionally and, and, and psychologically. There must be, there must be, right? That's why Carlin has that bit about changing shell shock to like post traumatic stress disorder, you know, George Carlin. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, how they change the language of things to make it more palatable. Right. You know, and it's almost like these things in our life that are unpalatable, we just change the meaning of them through changing their name, you know? And I, I feel like it's, it can be positive in this aspect. I think that it can you know? be positive. I think that um, what I, I need to be totally 100% like honest with myself when I'm doing this, like that I'm not just trying to sugarcoat some bit of poor behavior or character mm-hmm. defect or something that I don't right. something that I'm not happy with and just go oh well you know what I don't call it that I call it this right, right. I'm not obsessing I'm just focused like You're right <laughs> you know so I'm not stealing I'm just appropriating I exactly so like you know is it is it a, and here's here's a good here's a good test if I'm obsessed over something then it's taking over other parts of my life it's making me it's it's making other things harder in my life. It's making me more insecure about other things because I am so, I am obsessed over this. If I'm focused, that means that I'm organized. If I'm organized, then that means I'm managing, you know, my time, hopefully, 
you know? So it like working right. through all of those things. And I, I mean, I'll go you one further. They don't call it it's spelling for nothing. Cause you're casting a spell, Jerry. Bam. What so. the fuck? You heard it for her here first. <laughs> a is for alcoholic. We're becoming a magic podcast now. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about magic. The gathering, the gathering actual real, real magic. magic. I will. Together. I'll be your warlock. Yeah. And I'll be like your trap card. Mm-hmm. What's a trap card? Is that like a, I don't know. It's something I learned from the internet that I didn't learn all the way. That's not like I a think trap it's a magic queen. The gathering. That's a different no. thing. No. Oh, trap queens listen to trap music. Yeah. yeah. No. That's like Fetty Wap, but he doesn't play Magic the Gathering. Is he a trap queen? I thought it was like Big. No, Big Frida is bounce. You ever hear Big Frida? No. Big Frida's dope. It's all like twerking music. New Orleans like bounce. It's dope. I like. All right, it. I'll I listen fuck, to some. I big... fucks with Big Frida. <laughs> you heard it it's here. Like first. Wally, 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 Wally World. I love all that shit, dude. Wally World, like anyway, uh, like um, uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. No, like Walmart. Oh, okay. Like the song is called Wally World. It's about going to Walmart to go shopping. I guess nice. I don't know. I don't know if that's Big Frida though. But anyhow, anyhow. The idea Trap I, that I think it's important, it is important to use the proper language. It is important mm-hmm. because with these are things that we inevitably, that I inevitably say to myself over and over and over. Who do I spend most of my time with? I spend it with myself in my own brain saying things over and over. So if I... If I say things like I get to do this or I get, uh, you know, another one of my favorites is even when something is frustrating me and I say... Yes, and thank you. Like, whatever it is that's in front of me, the mm-hmm. only thing that is making me frustrated is me, is my resistance to it. If I accept right. it and say, yes, thank you. Did I talk to you last week about this um, phrase, amor fati? No, not that I can recall. So it's from Stoicism, and I think like like the Spartans and stuff. Right. And, um, and it basically means, I think the the literal translation is like, loving your fate and again it's that sort of thing like i am happy that i am here i am happy that so whatever i always go back to the stuck in traffic because i think it's a relatable one for everybody right you get stuck in traffic a lot it's california man i mean i get that's that's why i accept it (laughs) it's but you know whatever it is that that's frustrating you whatever the thing is like like being stuck in traffic. Like being stuck in traffic, you know. Amor fati. <laughs> like, I love my fate. I am happy to be here because this is where I'm supposed to be. Right. And I can't be anywhere else. If I was I somebody else. I love that concept, man. I love it. What? You're exactly where you're supposed to be right now. Well. I love it. I do. I love. Go ahead and continue your thought. I just wanted to interject that. No. I just, I just love that, that you that can't concept. be somewhere else. I can't be. Right. I, if I was somewhere else, I'd be there but I'm not exactly. Yeah, exactly. I love it. I do. I love it. it and I, I need to like remind myself of that a lot because yeah. Cause I do get frustrated. I'm like, if I would have left five minutes earlier, but I didn't though. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Or if I would have left five minutes later, but I didn't, if I wouldn't have fucking had that drink at 16. Cause I went through this phase for a little while where I was like, I fucked my life up. I'm in my forties and like, I don't own a home. I don't have all these typical things that people my age, should have i guess societally should have you know and Mm -hmm. i'm like i fucked it all up because i drank it all away you know i look around at people around once again comparative who are successful financially or whatever you know just in their career and i'm like they have it you know not even taking into account what they what they're dealing with just seeing that one thing and i'm like 
but I, I didn't. So this is where I'm supposed to be right now, you know. But for a long time, I was very resentful at myself for like drinking away all my quote unquote potential. You know, I always heard growing up, I always heard how I had a lot of potential. They were always like, you're really smart, Jerry. You got a lot of potential. You can make, if only you knew how smart. That was all my dad's quotes all through like when I was a little kid in high school. Only you'd really knew how smart you really were. You know, you would be able to accomplish a lot. But I don't think you know how smart you really are, you know. And so as I got older, I was like, damn, I did not fulfill my potential. I drank it all away, you know. But then here I am in my 40s and like I've, like I'm, this is where I'm supposed to be. It's not bad. Like I love my wife. I love my kid. I love you. I, I love, love you fucking... Too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. I love Harvest Lunch, so mm-hmm. yeah, I'm killing it. I guess you know. I, but yeah, it's it's um there's there's something to be said about the experience. You know, I know another thing that I I've heard in recovery is this idea that we've gotten to live two lives as alcoholics who have recovered. Yeah, yeah, and um, we got lucky. We got very lucky. And, you know, that experience can now, whatever you take, whatever you choose to do now, you have that experience put into the potential that you still do have. Right. Exactly. It didn't go away because I drank forever. You know, it didn't. It could have, but it didn't. It didn't. It Uh, could have. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that that's, I think that's something to remember because I, again, it's very easy to get resentful about things. And, you know, I, I do this really thing where easy. people want to give me compliments and say things like, I've heard, you know, oh, you're, you're, you're really talented or, you know, oh, that's really great. Right. And I'm like, well, where's the fucking money? And that's been my issue lately. Like, you right, know, exactly. You're like, what well, is all this talent is really, yeah, I'm laughing all the way to the fucking bank. You know, like, why don't you, why don't you show me, why don't you cut me Because my balance check? just dipped below zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. He wants, yeah. You think I'm talented? I why don't you show me? Put a sign on the line that is dotted, you know, like, but that's not really how... That's it doesn't it doesn't benefit me at all to think that way. And so I have to stop nah. myself and go like, just say thank you and remember that and use that for the next time. And, you know, you talk about well, or I talk about we talk about financially and um, thinking that, oh, well, I should have this much or I should have that much. Right. And like I should be owning a home. By mm-hmm. now, right. You know, that's the way my brain works. Right. Like um, and my friend who I just I just came in from out of town and he you know he's in the program and he he's not in love with his job but it affords him a really nice living and he's able to travel like he once a year he goes on a trip and he he went to Vietnam last year and this year he went swimming mm-hmm. with sharks in Mexico and nice. um and he doesn't love his job and in fact there's some days where he's just like I fucking hate it you know but he was telling me this right. thing we were talking about money and I was like yeah man I got this credit card debt and, you know, I thought I'd be done working in restaurants at some point and I'm not. And, and he's like, well, let me tell you, John, like whatever it is you plan on doing, you know, cause he had a number, like he was like, I want to have this much money in the bank. And it was a pretty big number. And right. he said, you know what? Last year I, f- I reached that number and I haven't been able to get past it. So, like, mm. be careful what you ask for. Be careful what you wish for. Like, there, I, I think, you know, his, his, his point was that, you know, wish big and be open to things because you will pigeonhole yourself with that idea of, oh, well, I, if only I had $100,000 and then right. you get $100,000 and then that's all you get, you know. Right. I want right. infinite abundance, Jerry. <laughs> You want the cornucopia, mm-hmm. just rolling with 
money. And I have it, you know. I mean, I I have it in 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 so many ways that I I I need to be more. Again, that's we we talk about thankfulness, being thankful, and right. Like I don't have any. No, there's. I checked. There's no bills due today. Right. Um, and there's food in the fridge and all those things. And so, anything that I'm searching for, what what do I want? What do what do I want? Like to. Right. What's the end goal? Or is there even a goal? Is, is it a just goal? the goal? Just to just live life and be content? You I know, think like that's it's a great question. What do I want? What do, what I, do want? I want for today? Mm-hmm. That's your daily affirmation, listener. What do I want for today? What do I want like you're out for there today? Making breakfast, or um, I don't know what you're doing out there listening mm-hmm. to this podcast. But like, what do you want? What do I want? Like, I always wonder what I want. Like, I got up this morning and ran. I did nice. my three miles, and then nice. I went to harvest lunch. Yeah, I cleaned the kitchen, fed the cat and the dog. You know, slowly introducing the cat and the dog to each other. But are they friends yet? Like, I've, uh, nah. I mean, yeah, nah. I put him on a leash out in the living room and I wrapped the leash around the leg of a table so he can't get to her and then I let her out and then he just like, he'll either sleep if he's tired or just fucking be upset that mm-hmm. she's out there. And so then I like, when he calms down, I give him a snack and I'm like, good boy, good hush. And then I go over and give the cat a snack, like good cat. But anyway, I guess that's not the point. I don't know, my life is weird. I'm like Dr. Doolittle over here. <laughs> good dude. hush? Like, good hush. Yeah, because when he barks, I go hush and he stops barking. I go, good hush, good boy, good hush. And I give him a treat. He probably hears me out the door right now. He's like, fuck, are there good hushes over there? Where's my hush? Should I give him hush some pepperonis? Yeah. yeah. No, you were saying is that this is what you do with the day and this is what makes you feel good. This is what, And this is kind of what I wanted, right? Like, it's my day off. I still got to get up at six in the morning and get this kid ready for school. But mm-hmm. I wanted that. Like, yeah. Yeah. I didn't have to do that. I could have rolled over Megan and been like, it's all on you today, baby. And gone back to sleep, you know. But mm-hmm. I, d- I didn't want that. Like, simple things, right? Or like you said, big things. Just... I, I can see the idea of once attaining your goal, then where do you go from there? You know, or even just hitting an emotional difficulty of getting past that goal because you've already hit the watermark. You know, mm-hmm. I can see it. Yeah. Um, you know, you may never even make your goal, and that's all right too. Yeah. You know, yeah. one of the I I also wanted to talk to the listeners too. Uh, you you were talking about what do you want today, and I was right. thinking like I was hoping that maybe we could get some participation from you folks out there. And what I'd like to do is for our W, I wanted to do like what keeps you sober today. And so if you are listening to this and you are interested, we would love for you to send us like a 30 second voicemail, like a voice message and just send Mm -hmm. it to asforalcoholic at gmail.com and we'll go through them and play some of our favorites. And that's what I wanted to do for W is what keeps you sober today. Yeah, um, so, I'm down for that. Let's do it. So, um, you can write us too if you don't want us to put your voice on the air. Yeah, I, yeah, if you wanted to write us. Um, but I just thought it would I be cool. I want to know what keeps the listeners sober, you know, all right. of our listeners. Well, because, you know, you I, you know what keeps you sober, and I know what keeps me yeah. sober, and I talk right. to you. And, and not that we We've get. We've talked about that. Yeah, and not that we get bored, you know, uh, talking to each other necessarily. Um, nah, we're still doing we're it. We're just two dudes <laughs> shooting the shit. Yeah. But um, it's we just always, have a. Yeah, we just have a scheduled time to shoot the shit right. with each other now. Um, but yeah, I would just love to hear what anybody has to say for what you know what keeps you sober. But also, like Jerry said with the other question, is like, what do you want for today? Yeah. And I think without without answering that question, it's really hard for me to um, it's really hard for me to be happy. 
you know, because if I just have these, there was one time where I was telling you some story about being wandering around and not having any, anything to do and not really knowing what I was doing. And I was so unhappy right. and you were like, huh, sounds to me like you don't know how to relax and just enjoy a day off, like thinking you're supposed <laughs> to be doing something. And right, I, but I yeah. had I had no plan, and now yeah. I've gotten better with like scheduling, and because my job isn't so consistent, right. I have to remember like, do I work today? Do I not? Where am I working? I'm working over here. I'm doing this, and I've got appointments, and then I'm talking to you, and all these kinds of things. And so I have to be more diligent with my schedule, and it really. Sorry, somebody's fucking. I don't know. Do you hear that out there? I don't know. Sorry. Uh, anyhow, I have to be more diligent with my. This. No, I don't hear anything. I don't know. Somebody's, well, let me know somebody's digging up the driveway. I don't know. Someone's oh. digging up the driveway outside or something. This is where John gets swatted right? on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Just a SWAT team rolls up. Like, you play that Call of Duty, mm-hmm. pissing people off at a Counter Strike. Right. Anyway. No, just that it makes a big difference in my state of mind and well being when I know what I want for the day right mm-hmm. when i have those small little goals and i'm able to attain them right um i think or even if the goal is just i want to feel good today mm-hmm. or i want to feel better today or just yeah i want to clean the yard or clean the yard you know what i mean yeah. like clean my room or mm-hmm. mow the lawn or mm-hmm. and then once i'm done with that then i can relax i just want to relax you know mm-hmm. like, yeah i get it i get it so i think those things are important like and i again i i'm gonna bring up running here but i promise i'll keep it brief (laughs) um i went and i ran the half marathon right and Mm -hmm. now it's done and now what and so i've been dealing with like the, the pain in my leg and like but now what so all of a sudden and the weather's gotten colder, so it's kind of harder to go out there like burr, you know? Yeah, it sucks, um, dude. Yeah. Everyone's telling me, every healthcare professional I go talk to is being like, you got to start doing core exercises, John. You got to work that core. You got to strengthen that back. Like, that's what's going to help. And it's like, that's not what I wanted to do. I want to go running. Stomach or back? Both. Basically, everything. Sides, front, back, everything. I, I do stomach shit. I love it. But anyway. I have to do yeah. a bunch of planking all the time now and like crunches. Planking. Russian twists. I don't know. Are you ready to visit the Ukraine, my I friend? I don't know. Let's do those Russian twists. I used to drink some Smirnoff twisters, but that's not the same you thing. Drink, don't drink the Smirnoff <laughs> twisters when you do a Russian twist. You'll throw up. You'll relapse. And that's the that's the wrong, that's the wrong kind of fucking ab workout. That's the wrong kind puking. of, that's yeah. a horrible ab workout. So, but it's, but anyway, but so, what's yeah. my next goal? So it's like, should it, does it need to be to lose another 15 pounds and tone up these abs? That's not really something that's exciting to me. Like I want to go right. on another adventure. But neither was running though when it's you true. first started. Right. Well, I don't want to get to, I don't really don't want to get obsessed with my abs. That seems a little fucking. That's what you're telling yourself now because you're scared. Yeah, is that what it is? Till the abs come in and your old lady's like, dang! And you're like, yep, mm-hmm. I'm a fucking Adonis. I mean, you're an Adonis now. You should now, probably dog. check out my other, thanks, my other Instagram page, John's Abs. Right, Ab- John's Abs. It's just, <laughs> it's just no, it'll be, it'll be like abracadabra. And just abracadabra with my, with my coconut swimsuit. <laughs> no. Um, but so, Hawaiian Tropic, mm-hmm, John. Hawaii, yeah. You know, like, uh, but I want to, I want to do, there's like, what's the next adventure? So I need to pick right, one. Right. Mm-hmm. My friend Mikey, you're, you know, Michael Grasa. He, you know, invited me to. Yeah, meet, I love Michael yeah, Grasa. He invited Old, Old Town Fancy. Old Town Fancy. He invited me yeah. to go run a, a 10K with him in Minneapolis. And I was like, well, how mm-hmm. much would that really cost? 
would I be able to just fly out to Minneapolis, go run, and then come back? You gotta do them car exercises first, though. <laughs> right. So. Right, but that's the thing, though. Right, you can't. Well, you can, but they're like, if you want to do the thing you want to do without discomfort, now you got to do the thing you don't really want to do. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't want to run today either. I really didn't, but I went and did it anyway. And like five minutes into it, I was like, right, I enjoy this. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying this. You know. Yeah, it always seems daunting in the beginning, just like with recovery, just like with putting that first drink down and being like, really, I have to live the rest of my life without this. Like, this is the one thing that helped me out. And now I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And then after a while, like feels good. You like feel okay. You're like, damn, how did I do all that shit? How did I eat a shit sandwich every day? And you're like, this is fine. This is manageable to eat this shit sandwich every day. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like. And how come sometimes someone will walk in the room with a shit sandwich and part of my brain will be like, mm. that looks really good. You know what I mean? I'll light right back up again. Yeah. I don't know. Just my brain is dumb, I guess. So fuck you, brain. We're going to go running. It's yeah, exa- It's true. Go lift that's, weights, you know, because exactly I run and it. lift weights. I do both. Mm-hmm. And I I don't like doing either, but I do them. And partway through every single time, I'm like, actually, this is not bad. I kind of enjoy this. Like, It's because your brain doesn't want to deal with discomfort. I think that's part of why no. I why i drank was because it, you know right. in the it's moment it, exactly. it was like my brain's like oh that's comfortable that's comfortable oh, give yeah me some more this give will me put you more. in the pocket you know yeah and so those and so there's like three parts of me right well there's probably lots more parts but there's mm-hmm. you know there's my brain and there's my and with the physical fitness part of it like with the running there's my brain and my body um and my heart sometimes comes into it. And by that, I mean like my emotions. But um, And then there's my awareness. So there's my awareness, there's my brain, and there's my body. And so mm-hmm. my brain is saying, man, just lay back, take it easy. Don't exert yourself. My brain, right. is, my brain is still working on like prehistoric instincts mm-hmm. because we need, to, we need to reserve all of our energy in case a woolly mammoth comes and we have to kill it and eat it. Right. And then we should eat as much as possible and get as much fat as possible as soon as possible. And then that's what my brain is saying. And my body's like, I want to go. I want to move. Like I can feel it in my muscles. And so my brain, I got to, and then so my awareness, which is above my head, I go, brain, this is going to hurt. And my, even my body is like, this is going to, this is going to hurt for a little while, but you're going to get through it. And then it's going to feel really good. And, and eventually my brain comes along because there's this right. that third part of me, that awareness, that higher, that higher power, maybe that higher being, that higher level of consciousness, that higher me, whatever you want to call it. Like that's yeah. the one that I need to, I need to be in tune with. And that's the one that I need to be sort of like have take control of the situation. Yeah. And that goes for anything. I think for me, when I, if I, if I do that, it's easier. It's when I give in to the lesser uh, cravings, the lesser desires, the right, the the non beneficial ones, yeah. especially the non beneficial ones. Well, and it has to hurt because you're growing. Mm-hmm. You're like learning and growing. That shit always hurts. Yeah, I don't think I've ever done any growing without it hurting. Like that's at least a little bit growing pains. So. You know, at least a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't was not it a TV show. It was uh, Mike Seaver. Show me right, that smile again. That's what it was. Thank you. Don't waste yes. time. Don't end it on your Yeah. I like. I want to sing it, but I don't remember the words. But I know Ooh, what you're singing. 
As long as we've got each other. Each other. Da, yes, da, da, we gotta work it my way baby ran over a drifter (laughs) ran over a drifter yeah hide the body (laughs) we got each other sharing the laughter and love we're both guilty of this crime um you rat me out you're going down So I'm thankful that um, if you're still listening after that. um, That was a mess. I appreciate you very much. Um, I am. Yeah, man. So that's 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 what I that's what I do. That's what I do to try and, you know, that's what he do, though. That keep my head above water. This is our lessons today. Mm -hmm. You don't you don't get what is it? You don't have to, you get to. You don't have to, you get to. Yes. And growing and thank you. growing hurts a little bit. Growing and learning hurts. I mean, there's something to be said in my um What do you want today? What do you want? Changing your language. Yeah. Change your language. Um Or don't do any of that shit. I don't know. I don't Well <clears throat> Excuse me. This is another thing I wanted to bring up because you know, I think that I, I think I speak for Jerry when I say that we encourage you to do your own research about what you need right. in your recovery. Yeah. It's different for everybody. And, yes. um, you know, it was just something I was reading about. It can be very, um, it's just important. I don't want to, I don't want to dog on anyone or anyone that anything that anyone else is doing out there, but right. it's important to find, to find help from people that, that makes sense for you. Right. I don't, I don't, right. I don't promote any one thing or any one style or brand or I'm not I don't want to tell anyone what to do. If somebody reaches out to me and wants to talk, really all I can tell you is what I did to get myself better and what I'm right. what I'm currently doing. You know, I, I, again, I speak for Jerry on this one too. Uh, yeah, we have no answers. We're mm-hmm. just giving you our perspective on our experience. Right. Yeah. So, cuz you were talking about that I you know what it reminds me of that message you were saying you got on Instagram mm-hmm. where I mean, not to get too in detail, but, you know, this person was like, you know, I don't remember what it was. Just I'm against. She was against or he was against like these, quote unquote, recovery advocates and these sober coaches and and stuff like that. And so we don't do any of that shit. I don't. We're just talking about how we feel about our experience personally and what we're going through, because this whole thing's a process. It's not like you just get sober and you're done being mm-hmm. good luck out there in the world. Or maybe it is, but for me, it wasn't like that. I wasn't like I got sober and then I was healthy and ready to go. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is still this process. And like a lot of this with John and I, we're just talking it out while we're going through it with each other. We're not even, I'm no expert on this subject. No. I just live my life. I'm not even an expert on my life. And like, I barely know what's happening. <laughs> right. Dude. I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe before I'll die, I'll figure it out and I can, I can let you know, but right. And I also right. don't want to, I don't want to discount any like treatment centers or recovery coaches. I mean, I just threw that out there and like any right. of these people who are sincerely trying to help, I just do your research, follow what feels, what feels right to you. Right. Try not to get taken advantage of. Try not to get taken advantage of, man. I mean, I, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I hope, I hope that our message is one of, um, I mean, I hope it's a message of strength and right. experience and hope and all that, all the good things right. that, that, that come with that. But I, 
I guess I just don't want there to be any mistake about what our intentions are, which, again, I'm not always sure when we start Right. Talking. I don't think we even come into it with intentions. I mean, the only message I ever wanted to give, if I ever wanted to give one, was like, I've been there. Yeah. And here's what I did. You don't have to do what I did, but here's the path I took and it's, I'm still taking it. But even that is like, even for me to say, I want to leave anybody a message. I feel disingenuous. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it was just me and you just talking to each other about shit and you being like, yeah, be that way sometimes. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it do be that way sometimes. You know, that's all we've really done with each other. And so, you know what the intention was? And I guess I think still is for me is, is that this helps me. And so like talking to you, like when we first started this, before we ever started recording, it was like, let's just talk and let's read and let's try and figure things out and go, okay, let's. Mm -hmm. And so that was how it started. So, um, you know, the, so I hope that in that the intention is sincere because Mm -hmm. in in a lot of ways, I I mean, not selfish is the wrong word, but I'm just, I'm looking for help for myself. Right. I right. just want to make myself feel better. I think this is it's a little self-serving, but it, mm-hmm. it has a positive. Yes. Hope, hopefully has a positive. Yeah. A, a effect on people. We're not going to tell you what to do. This is not gluten is not your problem. <laughs> We're not yes. going to tell you what to do. You listen to Walter. Walter's going to tell you what He'll to do. He'll be to like, do. don't don't ever sop your soup up with bread or whatever weird arbitrary thing. We don't care. I don't just, care. Um, be good to yourself. That's what I always say. Just be good to yourself. Yeah. Stop Stop taking a dump on yourself. You'll be all right. It's true. <laughs> Thanks again for listening. Our music, as always, is by Neglect. You can find more of his stuff at neglect.bandcamp.com. And you can find us on all social media platforms that matter. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can reach us at a is for alcoholic at gmail.com. Talk to you later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>